Creativity is experimenting, growing, taking risks, breaking rules, making mistakes, and having fun. Mary Lou Cook Hello creatives, welcome to episode one of Brewing Up Creativity. We have a very exciting guest with us today. Her name is Katie Hunt. Uh, She is a leading professional wallpaper installer and expert, appearing in several HGTV television series, including Property Brothers, Homes on Homes, and Making It Home. She is also a regular guest on several television talk shows, including The Marilyn Dennis Show. Earlier this year, Katie filmed on location in Hollywood for another exciting HDTV series, which will be airing this fall. Her wallpaper installations are also featured in national publications across Canada and the U.S., including House and Home and Home in Canada. Working with leading interior designers, Katie specializes in luxury wallpaper installations. As an ambassador for the wallpaper industry, Katie is a featured speaker at major trade events, including IDS Toronto and High Point Market in North Carolina. Katie also provides consulting for wallpaper manufacturers and distributors, having established herself as one of the premier experts in her field. She provides a unique perspective on wallpaper, combining both a technical understanding of the product with the creative knowledge of its diverse applications. Hi, Katie. I just want to say thank you for joining me uh, for the first episode of Brewing Up Creativity. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I've been so excited. I've been so excited to have you on as well. You are definitely a great guest to have to start this whole new series. Um, This whole series is basically revolved around creating a creative community for everybody and to spread awareness on how we can all start businesses um, in the creative atmosphere and work you know, around our own schedule and just promote the arts in the best way possible. Being your own boss is one of the best things. Exactly. I couldn't have said it better. Um, So how are you doing, especially in the midst of a global pandemic? Um, I mean, I've been crazier than ever. I'm so lucky to work in the wallpaper industry. It has Um, I mean, it's totally transformed over the years from, you know, something that people are like, eek, when they remember wallpaper to something that people look at now and they say, wow, that's wallpaper. (laughs) Yes. And you choose amazing wallpapers to install. It just completely transforms the space. Um, So it's it's crazy to see where the industry has gone. I mean, I have always watched HGTV. I, you know, I actually considered pursuing interior design and decorating before I actually led into the whole graphic design world. So I was super intrigued to talk to you for the very first episode, because I feel like there are a lot of people out there who want to go into a similar field as you, and you are so Mm -hmm. specialized. Um, So I guess that's where I'm trying to lead into. So let, let's let everybody know exactly what it is you do and how you got there. Sure. So hi, I'm Katie. My business is Katie's Wallpaper Installation, and obviously I do wallpaper. That is my world <laughs> 24-7. And uh, I, I love my job. I mean, what else can you do in a few hours and totally transform somebody's space? 
And for designers, it's also a great um, inspiration and jumping off point for them. I mean, they could be flipping either, you know, through Instagram or Pinterest or, you know, even just the traditional wallpaper books and come across something and then they're just totally inspired. And then they're like, oh my God, this is it. And they can do their whole design aesthetic essentially around this one wallpaper. So it's, it's just, it's so inspiring. It really, really is. And, you know, for everybody who just kind of goes into Indigo or Chapters or a bookstore and they find a magazine um, and just the one piece, you know, a lot of times there's that accent wall that has that beautiful wallpaper piece. And it's funny, a lot of people don't know who who does that beautiful work and who's installing it and the whole process behind it, but it completely transforms a space. And it's quite remarkable, you know, seeing people's reactions when they see that wallpaper up and the space is completely transformed. So I can totally see how your your career and your business um, really changes people's lives. Oh, I mean, definitely. We take a boring space, you know, and in a few hours, it's suddenly transformed. And then, you know, the designers come in and they are excited because now they can really see the room pulling together and they can really see the elements that they've chosen and they put it in the space. And for, for me, the best part is people's reactions when they see it. I mean, you get this, this wow, wow factor from them where they're like, this is my room. <laughs> it's so, so it's, funny. Yes. it's just like on TV, you know? <laughs> exactly. And obviously you've probably seen a lot of people's reactions from these TV shows. Um, exactly which ones are you featured in? I would love for everybody to know. So earlier this year in February, I got the opportunity to do, so I've been working with Drew and, well, let me start from the beginning. So I've been working with Drew and Jonathan uh, doing their shows for about five years now. I've done about five seasons with them. And I got this email saying, would you like to come to LA and do Brother versus Brother? And I was like, yes. <laughs> so it was just so exciting. And uh, I mean, they picked so many fun wallpapers for the show. And that's going to actually start airing on September the 9th on HGTV in Canada. I'm not sure about the US. I think that's airing on HGTV as well. I don't know if it's the exact same date, but uh, we spent 10 days there. And it was really fun because although I couldn't mention it on Instagram, uh, everybody knew I was in LA. So it was really fun. So I got to really document that for all my followers on Instagram and kind of share all the fun stuff. Obviously, I couldn't give away any uh, wallpapers. But uh, but we got to do a lot of fun stuff in LA, which was really, 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 really fun. That is so exciting. I am so excited to see that. That is so soon. And really, that that's super exciting and I'm so happy for you. Um, LA, that must have been a great trip. It was really fun, yes. And then obviously a couple of weeks later, the pandemic hit. <laughs> so we were like, thank God we went when we did because we wouldn't have been able to go probably about two weeks later uh, just because everybody had to cancel all their travels. I was going to say you must have, you know, really missed it. And it's great that you did because that was definitely something I was thinking about um, because I know a lot of TV shows have been put on hold for 
um, recording and shooting and filming. So that's great that you were able to do that before everything became a mess. Yeah, exactly. We got really, really, really lucky with the time frame on that. Um, there's a whole bunch of shows that obviously we were supposed, I was supposed to do the Marilyn Dennis show that all got postponed. So they're hoping for the fall that we'll be able to kind of get together and record again. So it's really quite interesting to see, you know, what they're going to do for TV because it needs to continue. People need content and we're going to probably notice a little bit of a period where there is no content being released because nothing was recorded. So I think that's going to be really interesting to see kind of what happens. But as soon as we kind of figure it out and things kind of get back to this new normal, um, you know, we, I, I miss filming. It's, it's so much fun. And you know what? I, I completely agree. You know, HGTV is another source that just promotes the arts. You know, I, I watch it all the time. It's a great way to kind of have in the background while you're working or to finish off your day, um, especially for those who didn't pursue a creative career, but deep down feel extremely creative and they want to watch the people that have pursued that dream. Um, so it's definitely unfortunate with everything that has happened that, um, things aren't being aired when we thought they were going to and new content isn't coming. So I'm sure there's a lot of repetitive episodes being posted um, or, you know, aired right now. So when you're able to do the Marilyn Dennis show and everything else, every, I think a lot of people are going to be super excited to finally watch the shows that they've been waiting for. <laughs> I know exactly. And uh, I, I mean, that whole industry is just, there, it's so creative uh, because we film so much in advance. I mean, the the designers, they need to almost kind of forecast what is going to be the trends. What are people going to be looking for in, in an episode for inspiration for their home? So it's always really interesting what they pick because I'm, I'm always really interested because those are going to be future trend telling. That is very true. And everybody is so unique. Um, so having those different episodes showcase different styles, um, you know, one might be rustic, one might be more contemporary, one might be more mid-century, which is really in, um, allows people to relate to certain design styles and really reflect it into their own homes. So each episode allows a person to relate to it a bit, a bit more Um in terms of what they could do on their own, especially I feel like everybody's been wanting to DIY their own homes during COVID. So usually <laughs> these episodes uh, can help them a little bit instead of just relying on a Pinterest board. So I'm really excited to see the episodes that you will be in. And, and ultimately, you, you know, your wallpapers completely transform a room from what mm -hmm. could normally, because a lot of people just buy paint and they paint the rooms. Um, but with your work, a room could go from what might be, you know, a 10 grand project renovation, and it just makes it look like it was a 30 grand project. It just really, really transforms the room, which a lot of people don't realize um, the work that goes behind it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. 
I mean, another trend that we're seeing with wallpaper is even for brother versus brother, I mean, they didn't shy away from any wallpapers. And we wrapped whole rooms in wallpapers. They just didn't pick accent walls. We did a lot of whole rooms. So when you're doing that, you add a lot of warmth and dimension to a space. And uh, it... I mean, it, I mean, my whole house is wallpaper at all three levels and I just, I just love it. Every, every room has a different feel to it and a different design aesthetic. I mean, I like my office that I'm talking in right now. I mean, it has a crazy black sparkly wallpaper in it from Valhallen and it's, you know, it's just, it's just gorgeous. And I have this beautiful white chest that just pops perfectly off of the black and it just, um, I, I I just love wallpaper so much. It's it's so creative. I love that. And I love how you can even, you know, you've totally put that throughout your whole entire house that allows people to really understand that it can go wherever, whenever, and it just completely transforms the space and each room can be individualized and showcase different colors and patterns because a lot of times, um, you know, for me, uh, my office is really gray so (laughs) it it really gray um so it's nice to hear that these wallpapers can bring in that you know that sparkly element and texture which really when you say this it sounds like you are really good at designing and putting together different spaces so when you wanted to pursue wallpaper installation how did you get into it what was the process like did you go to school for something and then kind of led into it. How did it all work for you? So when I was growing up, I wanted to be an architect. So I always knew I wanted to work in the construction field. So when I was growing up, I actually grew up in a subdivision um, and it was always under construction. So I always saw these homes being built and, and I was so interested in floor plans and flow of houses. So I always knew I wanted to do something in the construction field, but I never thought it would be wallpaper. Um, so the way that I got started in wallpaper um, is me and my husband, we love to travel. So and we love to travel to win Las Vegas. And the designer is Roger Thomas, and he is just absolutely genius. If you've seen any of his yes, um, projects, I very talented. I, I mean, he just puts together. He's just not afraid to go for it. He just puts together these color combinations. They're they're bold, but they're also soft and classic at the same time. He just has such a great uh, eye for stuff. So you know, when we spent you know a whole week. Uh, in when Las Vegas, we would come home and say, oh my God, our house is so boring. <laughs> it was just painted and we had just moved into a new home. And, you know, my my husband came home and he was like, oh, I figured out what it is. It's called grass cloth. And we were like, what is grass cloth? So we're Googling grass cloth. <laughs> and it just adds this warm texture to the space. And that's where it just started. So we went to, you know, our local paint store. We picked out some wallpaper. And then we were trying to figure out, you know, well, what is what is the cost to install this? Because we want to, you know, cover whole rooms in this. So, you know, very quickly, my husband was like, well, you know, maybe we should try it ourselves. And I was like, oh, okay, let's try it. So we basically started in our living room and uh, we started doing it and I was instantly hooked. A, I'm, I mean, I've always been very handy. So I had a really good knack for, ha- for hanging it, which I never thought I would. 
So you just have to try stuff. I mean, that's probably the best, um, you know, thing that you could do is if you're not sure, try it, you know, and I wallpapered my whole house and then I was like, okay, I'm absolutely hooked on wallpaper. I need to go out and wallpaper other people's homes. And I started a website. And I mean, that was 12 years ago. And I mean, I have to pinch myself sometimes. I'm like, I can't believe that our little DIY project that we started in our living room has grown to this um, amazing business. You know, and that was my next question for you was when did you realize you wanted to start a business in wallpaper installation and that whole story, you know, it's funny how these things happen to you um, almost randomly and when you least expect it. And Mm -hmm. it's funny, I would have never anticipated that little DIY project um, to be how you started everything uh because really you've completely like picked up you know like you have a great business and you are extremely talented at what you do so no one would ever oh no problem but (laughs) so no one would um I feel like no one would ever know that about you so I I love how that little project with your husband and doing a little bit of research and then just doing it all throughout your home creating a website and ultimately, you got reached out by a great TV show to start doing work for them as well. So, you know, it, it's funny how it's funny how these things can happen and lead us to the position that we are in today. I, I mean, it just happens randomly and when you would least expect it. I mean, most most times I open up my email and I'm like, "Ooh, what's what what's gonna pop in here today?" <laughs> and for for me, um, designers are so creative and, and they find all these really interesting things on the internet because they always want to make their projects um, innovative and unique. Um, so like one designer, she sent me wallpaper that has LED lights running through it. And I was like, what a really you know cool concept. Uh, I mean, this is going into a commercial space, but uh, but it's it's always really fun to see you know the the innovative side of wallpaper and how much technology has has changed it oh when you know I completely agree and then that leads me into wondering actually so you have designers that request a specific wallpaper and they have led lights running through it or something that's extremely different how does the process look for you when you go through the installation um, so, well, there's a lot of research I do beforehand, even before, let's say they, they get to ordering the product. So the first thing that I do is, so for these LED lights, for example, they had, uh, like a YouTube that you can watch actually how it gets installed. Um, for me, I'm really interested in the technical aspects of wallpaper, which are the substrates, um, and how it installs. And there's a whole bunch of technical information that um, people don't realize with wallpaper. So one of the most important things is is the substrate and how the glue is actually applied to either the wall or the wallpaper. It could be pre-pasted, it could be a peel and stick. So that's gonna determine for me definitely the quality of the wallpaper. So like for the LEDs, they're, it's called a non-woven or paste the wall. And that's, that tells me that it's going to be a pretty good installation. Um, normally what we would do for new products, either 
if they're very expensive, is I'll actually get samples from the manufacturer. And I have this little test area in my basement. There's like de Gournay, a whole bunch of Philip Jeffries, uh, because I want to see a if I accidentally get glue on it, is it wipeable? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of my guinea pig test wall. So there's some really expensive wallpapers down there. There's velvets and silks and, of course, grass cloths and all this natural product that you want to test beforehand so that when you're doing the installation, you're like, oh, yeah, I know exactly what to do with this. And always read the instructions. I know it sounds so basic, but a lot of companies spend a lot of time in research actually making a technical data sheet for installers. And that's probably one of the first things that I actually go through and, and actually read because there's a lot of really good information on there. That's, you know, you made a lot of really good points there um, about the whole process and, you know, the funny, you know, a lot of people don't even think to read the instructions either. Um, and yeah, <laughs> no, it's funny. I, I think about, then I start to think to myself, like, yes, I'm a creative person. I Could I read the instructions and do it? I don't know. I, I always wonder... Like, how much effort does it go in for people like me who don't know how to do it? Um, is it practice makes perfect, essentially, um, to do this or kind of natural? Did it come to you naturally? How, how did that work for you? So like with anything, I think it needs to come out of you very naturally. So every single day I install a totally different wallpaper. They all install 100% different. What works for one paper does not work for another. So you have to really um, kind of think on the fly with a lot of wallpapers where you're like, oh, this one's not happy or you know, it's kind of reacting funny with the paint underneath it. That's another thing that people don't realize is that you need to have a really good um, coat of paint on there and a high quality paint. So I always recommend um, a primer with it, especially if we're doing something really expensive or if it needs to be double cut, which is actually the wallpaper is untrimmed. So it needs to be either cut on the wall or cut before. So you need a really good coat of paint on there. Because we use water-based glues now, the water actually reacts with the latex paint and it actually bubbles off, which we don't want. So having a really good um, coat of, like I would rather have 50 layers of paint on a wall which means that it's fully sealed versus let's say just primer. So the glue is just going to suck right into that wall. And we don't want that because that's what's going to make the wallpaper really difficult to take off. That's a really good point. I did not know that at all. So there's actually a lot that goes into the whole process, then making sure that the first step goes perfectly to ensure that the last step, um, we don't run into any errors essentially. Yeah. And, and, and it really, the prep work is, is key. I would say that's with, with everything with construction is you need to have the right prep work in order to get the great final result from that. So when you add a good, so the primer that I always recommend is called the Roman Pro 977. It's tintable as well, which is always a good idea, especially if you're doing, let's say, a dark wallpaper. You don't want a white background because, you know, 
our homes move. They're not, you know, they, you want, you want them to essentially move because then you would get cracks in your walls and stuff. So if it ever did move, you don't want that beautiful black wallpaper all like to have a peekaboo. Oh no, there's white behind it. Oh, right. So I, that would be a nightmare. <laughs> so, so you always want it to be a, a similar color to the color of the wallpaper, uh, which is always a good idea. That's a good tip. So that's a really good tip. For yeah. Everybody. So then the, the, the primer also works with the glue. So it's from the same company. So the primer and the glue work together and they don't react and they both like each other. And then that's also going to make removal easier in the future because the glue has now stayed on top of the paint instead of soaking through. That, those are amazing tips. And I would have never known that. Um, but then from my from my end, I, I have never applied a single piece of wallpaper I paint. Um, so those are all great tips for everybody to learn because, um, yes, you can Google it, but hearing it from a professional who has years of experience, I think just changes the ball game because really when you're Googling um, things and how to do them, what's a reliable source these days? So it's great to hear that from you. Oh, thanks. And, and, you know, when you're watching YouTube videos, they also don't give away their little tips and tricks on stuff that essentially you would learn over years of installing. So, you know, when you watch a YouTube video, you're like, hold on, they missed about two steps there. Yes. Because <laughs> they don't want to kind of, which is why you would want to hire a professional wallpaper installer too, right? Very because true. you know that that their years of experience with this expensive wallpaper, it's going to get installed right the first time. Very true. You know, <laughs> that happens with a lot of things. I find not even just with wallpaper installation. It's you, you try to watch a tutorial and they make it look so easy, but then they may leave out a few tips, a few steps, and then you realize you're mm -hmm. in a bit of a mess. So hiring a professional to do things that you're not comfortable in doing is crucial and finding a professional in your area um, that can, you know, come examine the space and even do, do you, how do you offer your services? Do you offer advice? Do you come see the space first? Um, so I'm, I'm really lucky because I work with architects, designers, they all have floor plans. Again, it depends on the space and what you're doing. Um, I don't really necessarily need to see a site. We're so lucky because we can just take a picture now of, you know, anything complicated like, oh, we have this crazy window. Well, okay, send me a picture. Let's see what it looks like. And uh, so floor plans, dimensions, uh, wallpaper information, these are all the things that I would need to quote a job with. So it's it's pretty straightforward. That's really great. I, you know. I mean, we have great technology these days that we can get a photo and be able to determine those things and floor plans. Um, so that's great. And so with you living a creative lifestyle on your own terms, what what does that mean to you? Um, I mean, ev every day is, is different, which I, I really like. I like how, you know, I go to a different job site. I install a different paper. Every day has a, you know, not a, not a challenge, but sometimes I'll show up at a job site and be like, oh, there's a giant hole in the wall. Let's patch that, you know? <laughs> yes. So it's always, um, it's, 
it's always fun. And then obviously all the designers and construction guys, I mean, it's just, I I love my job. I just, I just show up every day and I just, I just never know what to expect or who I'm going to meet or, you know, what solution we'll, we'll need to find that day to, you know, get the project going and, and keep moving forward. And that keeps things exciting. And having a different day, yeah, having a different day all, you know, every day, pretty much. I mean, you are meeting, I'm sure you are meeting a lot of new people all the time and each space is different and it allows you to really get to know different people from different walks of life. And I love that about creative businesses is that we are meeting different types of people from all over. I mean, you're going to LA and then you're doing projects here. So and I'm sure there's other places that you've been to for projects. So you're meeting a lot of different people and every day is different. And that's what makes pursuing a business in the creative field or even just working for a company, a creative company that allows us to just have fun every single day. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So do you essentially work every single day or how do you like to create your own hours because a lot of people are scared to start a business um, in a creative field because they feel like they don't know how to schedule around different times of their life and do they schedule a nine to five and how do they do that? So how did you get started in running your own business um, with making your own hours? Did you know? Do you like to work on your by yourself or did you want to create a team? Like how did you decide you wanted to run your creative business? Um, so I think you kind of have to make a schedule every day of kind of things to do. So I'll have a set time where, um, you know, I'm expected at a job site. So normally that's for 1030. So that allows me to still do some emails in the morning, um, kind of get ready. I have an eight year old daughter, so you know, that always adds to the plate of things to do every day, (laughs) (laughs) getting her ready and kind of out the door or, you know, my in-laws come and watch her, uh, right now because obviously school is, uh, is not in yet. So, you know, um, so there's a lot, there's a lot of scheduling and, and things to figure out. I do work with a team of installers, so there's also their schedule as well to figure out. Um, I mean, even just making sure we have supplies for everything, whether that's glue or cutters. Um, I mean, all that stuff is, is really important to do your job. So you need to make sure that a your you have your, um, you know, your, your tools and, and essentially you're, you're ready for the day. And so when you show up on the job site, you've got everything that you would possibly need to, you know, do your job that day and get the, and get the job done. Um, Depending on the day and the and the projects that we do, I mean, I normally, uh, I mean, I my phone rings all day, <laughs> so I've got that to deal with, and then I come home, I check my emails, uh, and then I got to make dinner, and then I'll kind of, you know, do a little bit of Netflix and chill, and you know, and then I'll check emails before I go to bed. But I mean, when you have your own business, it is it is twenty four seven. I mean, people can can call me any time of the day, you know. I, I'll try to answer it pretty much, you know, when I kind of can, you know, during, during the, obviously business hours is a lot easier, but you know, if somebody calls me at eight o'clock at night, well, I'm going to call them the next day. Cause I've, I've got other stuff I need to do, which is normally emails in the evening. So. 
Yeah, that's such an important thing to mention is I feel like a lot of us creative entrepreneurs don't know when to turn our brain yes. off. Yeah. And um, we sometimes we debate, do we call this person back tonight? Um, and do we work that really long day that might mentally exhaust us? But or do we wait until the next morning? So having a, a business, you are really trying to figure out when to cut things off because I, I don't know if you're like me, but I don't know when to turn my brain off when it comes to running on my own term, uh, running a business on my own terms. So it's great that you set boundaries and um, it sounds like you really have the whole schedule nailed down. Um, <laughs> It, you really do. It, it, and it takes months to figure that out too, you know, too. You need to, you, you, you still need your downtime. I mean, life is, life is short. We're only on this planet for such a short period of time. So, you know, you, you need, yes, you need your business, but, you know, but family time is also really important. I love that. Yeah, that mindset is so important. Otherwise, you're just going to hit a creative block. You are going to be exhausted and, um, you know, you do need to take that time away and you need that time for yourself even to just refresh for the next day ahead. Because like you said, every day is different yep. and we need to go into it with a refreshed mindset. Yep. Ready for the day. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just need to prepare for the day ahead by just taking that Netflix and chill time at the end of the day. Yep. Um, and sometimes a glass so, of wine, depending on the day. <laughs> oh, please. A big one. <laughs> Very true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so with that being said, I have a couple of questions just to finish up and wrap up everything. And um, what were some of your biggest accomplishments that you didn't anticipate happening throughout owning your own wallpaper installation business? Um, definitely the TV space that has really surprised me. And again, I, I live in the Toronto area and it actually surprises me how many things are actually filmed here. I mean, you could, you yes. could live in, you know, outside of Toronto and you would actually never know how many things are actually filmed in Toronto. I mean, last year I filmed seven TV shows and that wow. wasn't even all of them that that they film in Toronto. So the the television industry is just really um, just kind of threw me a curveball, I guess you could say. But you have to be open and say yes, I want to do that, and then you have to figure out your schedule on when the heck you're going to do that. <laughs> oh yes, I can definitely see that. But that is a massive accomplishment. Um, for you. And, and that's, I, I had a feeling that was definitely one of them. Um, because that's great, honestly. And I would have actually never known how many TV shows were filmed in Toronto as well. So um, seven TV shows in the Toronto area, that is, that is amazing. Yeah. Really. Just last year, that's not including the year before. Oh, wow. How many? I'm sure it was so many before because this year has been a little interesting. Yeah, so so, With so far this year, uh, it's just been brother versus brother. Obviously, that was at the beginning before the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, and again, like I said, during the fall, actually, they're starting to ramp up production and getting those shows kind of lined up and ready. So that's going to be really exciting when those ones start to air. And um, obviously, if you follow me on Instagram, I... Um, I let everybody know a air times for everything and when I'm going to be on. So yeah, I've got great fans yes, out there. 
You do. And I wanted to congratulate you on that 40,000 follower milestone. That is unbelievable. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say probably the second thing would be uh, Instagram. I mean, just the reaction from the design community and people who love wallpaper all over the world. It has just been such a wonderful tool for me just to share with everybody all this cool stuff that you know, like I said, I pop open my email and I'm like, wow, that's so cool. I can't wait to share that on Instagram. And, uh, you know, we I can't mention anything until it's actually airing. So normally I'm like, oh my God, I have to wait a year until I can tell people this. <laughs> yes. I And that's the hardest part about any project I find is keeping it to ourselves until we can finally share it with everybody and get people excited about it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. It's, um, it's, I, I mean, I love my job. I, I pinch myself every day. Yes, that you have a great, great job. And, um, I have the same thing where I wake up and I'm, you know, I think a lot of us creatives think that, you know, and when we find ourselves in the position that we didn't picture ourselves being in as children, and that's what it allows us to promote to younger people and people who ha who are still in the process of pursuing their dream, that there are people out there who still have to pinch themselves because they did what they never thought they saw them pursuing. You know what I mean? And they've, they've really created their dream job and they didn't maybe anticipate it to be the job that they thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. Like in your case, you thought it was going to be construction. Um, so really just... I think everybody really just wants to be at that point where they can pinch themselves and wake up happy every single morning that they pursued exactly what they wanted to do. Yeah, and you just need to, you know, fo follow your heart, you know, see where your passion leads you. Because uh, I, th I think it always surprises everybody where you're like, well, I started out here, but I ended up here, but I'm happy on this journey that I took to kind of get there. Yes, and accepting all the steps along the way, the small and the big, and maybe some of the ones that you kind of fell. Um, so like the mistakes that you made along the way, like it's just a whole process and then it might lead you to somewhere you didn't see yourself going, but you're so happy that you're there in the end, like you yep, said. And you got to put in the hard work too, you know, a lot of hard 100%. work. <laughs> yes, those long nights, 100% agreed. So with that all being said, what advice would you give your younger self or even, you know, and to the listeners at home who are thinking of pursuing a similar dream? Um, well, I would definitely say just to find your passion. What are, what are you good at? What do you like doing? How do you want to fill your day? Um, I mean, there's so many creative things that that people can be doing and you know especially in in the design world i mean there's there's so many things that you could do even just to help people whether that is helping them declutter whether that is just helping them figure out what to do with this room that's kind of become a junk room um i i mean there's there's so many creative things that uh that that people can do and just be problem solvers at the end of the day and, and help people out. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I feel like we all can solve a problem in the world and for ourselves um, creatively and not doubt ourselves. I find a lot of times self-doubt comes along with pursuing a goal and finding your passion. 
um, ultimately, I think there's a huge process behind everything. So I love the whole problem solving and essentially finding finding your passion and working hard and eventually it will lead you to the place that you're meant to be in. Yeah, I, I would say so. I think life always throws you a curveball and you just got to run with it. So true. <laughs> and you really got to run with it. <laughs> you got to take it and you got to run with it. You might, you might feel a little down, but as long as you get right back up, then that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so true. So I wanted to thank you so much for joining me on the first episode of Brewing Up Creativity. It means a lot that you could join me on this lovely morning. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so honored. Um, so I wanted to ask you, where can our listeners find you online? Uh, so my Instagram. So it's at Katie's Wallpaper. That's probably the best way to get me. And obviously, if you're in the Toronto area and you're interested in installation, the best thing to do is probably either phone, obviously during business hours. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably be Netflix and chilling if you call in the evening. And uh, and obviously email. Uh, but but Instagram's probably uh, probably the best way to get a hold of me. And also, if you just want to pop on that page for some inspiration, I mean, there's so many beautiful projects that I've been so lucky to work on over the years. And I'm just, I'm so honored that I can just kind of share all that with the world. Yes, Katie has posted, like you have posted beautiful projects that all range from different colors, textures, prints, everything. So your feed is great for inspiration. Oh, thanks, yeah. I am so excited to see your future episodes and pop-ups. I'm definitely going to be checking out all of the launch dates. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining me on the very first episode of Brewing Up Creativity. I hope to have you on again in the future, and I'm so excited that the listeners get to learn a lot more about wallpaper installation and all of the exciting projects that you have been working on and will be working on in the future. Thank you for listening into Brewing Up Creativity. If you're interested in being on the podcast series, please reach out via email to brewingupcreativity at gmail.com or a direct message on Instagram at Brewing Up Creativity.